This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, January 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Congress hears a Friant Kern fix. U.S. turns a peat on EU and states avoiding USDA hemp regs. Congress takes up debate on fixing the Friant Kern Canal. Yesterday, a House Natural Resources Subcommittee held the first hearing on a bill proposing $200 million to fix the Friant Kern Canal. U.S. Representative T.J. Cox, a Democrat of California, said his bill would improve water deliveries and also support habitat for salmon. In his testimony, Friant Water Authority CEO Jason Phillips said the canal has sunk from subsistence by as much as 12 feet since it was built in the 1940s. The fix could cost as much as a half a billion dollars. To fill the other half of the cost share, he said, we're working diligently to find the local and state funding. Yet Representative Todd McClintock of California was frustrated neither this nor another Cox bill on safe drinking water addressed water storage, the most pressing need. William Bordeaux, the executive vice president of Harris Farms, agreed, saying, we need to address the underlying issues causing subsistence. A fix would not help if the state is delivering 0% allocation, he said. Phillips called for urgent action either way, citing a report that up to 85,000 permanent jobs will be lost in the San Joaquin Valley due to the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Keep in mind, the state bill proposing $400 million to fix the canal stalled last year and has not reappeared as a two-year bill, according to Senator Melissa Hurtado of Sanger, as she had vowed. Of the four proposed water and climate bonds, one would provide $50 $50 million for the fix, though the governor has not yet released more details on that proposal. On that note, McClintock said Democrats are expected to advance a bill on the House floor today to invalidate Trump's new Endangered Species Act regulation. He suggested the measure would impact the new biological opinions for Central Valley Project pumping and the related water allocations. Cholera revives deforestation bill. Assemblymember Ash Cholera of San Jose introduced a bill yesterday aimed at limiting deforestation in the Amazon from slash-and-burn agriculture practices. AB 2002 would ban state purchases of those goods, limiting where it sources its paper, as well as the furniture in state offices and the food in cafeterias. Contractors would have to prove their operations are not linked to rainforest destruction. At its opposition to the previous version of the measure, the Construction Employers Association asked why the state would be buying forest risk products in the first place. It said the legislature should start with that policy rather than put this onus on contractors. Problem solved, it wrote in its comments. U.S. turning up pressure on EU for ag deal. Last week, the European Union showed it was willing to address at least some agriculture issues in free trade agreement negotiations with the U.S. And now, U.S. government official tells AgriPulse the Trump administration is pushing to see just how much it can get from the Europeans. Europeans are proposing scaled back and very limited proposal to reduce sanitary and phytosanitary trade barriers. EU Trade Commissioner Phil Hogan told reporters earlier this month after he had met with U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer. By the way, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, who's traveling in Europe this week, said a deal that takes on non-tariff trade barriers like SPS issues and the EU's restrictive policies on biotechnology and gene editing would be a good start. 
Purdue told reporters, we think you have to crawl before you can walk and walk before you can run. He also stressed it would eventually be important for the EU to lift tariffs in order to bring down the U.S. trade deficit. Lighthizer preps for India talks next month. Trump is headed to India next month, and Lighthizer will be going there very soon to begin talks that are already well underway to put together a free trade agreement. That according to a U.S. government official speaking with AgriPulse. There is no word whether agriculture trade will be included if a deal is reached. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley said he expects that any pact that is agreed upon will likely be minimal, but also maybe the start of a bigger relationship. Still, India, a country of 1.3 billion people, represents a vast potential for U.S. ag exports. The country is a potentially massive market for U.S. distillers' grains, ethanol, and other commodities. Trump to sign USMCA today. President Donald Trump is hosting a signing ceremony of the White House today for the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Trade Agreements Implementing Bill. Vince Peterson, president of the U.S. Wheat Associates and a few state presidents of the American Farm Bureau Federation will also be among U.S. farm leaders at the event. States avoiding USDA hemp regs. Spooked by sampling and testing requirements they say are unworkable. About 18 states so far, but not California, are steering clear of using USDA's October regulations for their hemp programs. Instead, they'll stick with the more state-friendly pilot program established by the 14th Farm Bill, that according to the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. But not all states. USDA's Agriculture Marketing Service just approved three new plans from Delaware, Texas, and Nebraska, which join Louisiana, New Jersey, and Ohio in moving ahead with the new regulations. Those regs came in for some harsh criticism, hemp producers, processors, states, and others weighing in before today's end of the comment period. They say onerous sampling and testing requirements in particular could cripple the rapidly growing market. The requirement to test every lot of hemp within 15 days of the harvest will require a much higher number of plants to be sampled and tested within a much narrower time frame than under familiar state regulatory schemes like Colorado's current industrial hemp program, that according to the Rocky Mountain Farmers Union. Down the road, USDA says it will update its interim final rule. The question is when. Here's today's He Said It. Well, you are the Deputy Commissioner of Policy, but I can understand how discussing policy is somehow out of your comfort zone. That Representative Jared Huffman, a California Democrat, in a testy exchange with Grayford Payne, a Deputy Commissioner for Policy at the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation, who was unable to answer policy questions at the subcommittee hearing on water bills. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, January 29th. Brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Allen.